Welcome to another episode of Loud Pipes. Grab a beverage and join us as we talk about all things relating to motorcycles, the riding experience, and other motoring adventures. And now your host for this episode, Rich Warfield, John Maracle, and Brother Bacon. Loud Pipes, episode 189. We're going to be catching up with Johnny John tonight, and of course, Dangerous Dave, talking about Sturgis. They headed out to the Black Hills for 2020, so we'll be talking about all that. I've also been to the track. Uh, Bacon is in between bikes, as we say, and maybe we'll get a teaser on that. (laughs) We do have some guesses already, so we can talk about that a little bit later. All right, Johnny John, Spider Sill, riding fool. What's going on? Not much, man. Trying to recoup my ass is what I've been doing. Trying. What, what did you do to it? Well, <laughs> as we followed from last show, it took a little ride. And it, it was a long one. Okay. So it, it had to take a little recuperation here. I see. 10-4. So are you drinking yet, or are you still on water or some other Pedialyte, maybe? Well, well, I, I had something earlier from, from our event from Sturgis. Oh, our, our, our. and uh, well, it's uh, Lonnie gave me a new little treat of a mixture, right, Dave? That's right. <laughs> a mixture of um, don't leave us hanging. Uh, international creamer Reese's flavor, Reese's peanut butter cup and vodka, fifty-fifty. Hmm. Take a shot of that. Hmm. Mm-mm-mm. All righty. <laughs> well, maybe something a little more traditional. Brother Bacon, how are you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm doing well, man. I'm. How are you doing? Good. Tell me you're drinking a beer and not something silly. Well, oh, I'm my, drinking a beer. Because mine is silly, be, so you got to round it out. Well, mine could be considered silly. It's a peach apricot milkshake IPA. <laughs> yeah, that, that's silly. Oh, God. <laughs> it's actually super good. <laughs> Oh, no way! That's good. <laughs> oh, oh, it's it's really good, and it's seven and it's seven percent, yo. Okay, and it comes in a twelve ounce can. Proper. All right. Well, I'm gonna con- I'm gonna continue the silly trend. I have <laughs> some blueberry lemonade cruisin rum mixed with lemonade. So, no beer for me either. <laughs> wow! Wow! Hmm. This this is going to be a first for us all. All right, let's bring in our special guest for this evening. I think everyone has heard him before at this point. Dangerous Dave, how are you? Good. How are you guys doing? I know you're you're sort of behind the wheel. So are you are you drinking anything? Uh just Coke tonight. Sorry. <laughs> just Coke. <laughs> With some Jack. I don't don't have any jack in the truck, so I can't have any. I'll say Dave's in his truck there, and you're in New York State, right? Somewhere in New York? Yeah. Yeah, up near Rochester, New York right now. Very nice. Very nice. Just outside of Rochester, in the town of Brockport, that was designed by two guys who hated each other so much that none of the intersections in town actually meet. <laughs> what? They didn't want a chance of crossing paths with each other. Right. So one guy designed the north side, and one guy designed the south side, and every intersection in town does not meet. Jeez. That's crazy. Sounds get, like fun. How do you get through? Like, 
you just do like four right turns. <laughs> uh, well, no, it's just off center. You know, they're not straight across, so you gotta oh, make gotcha. a right and a quick lug. Oh God, they're all jogged. Yeah, every Mess. single one. How do you drive a truck through that? Uh, you drive straight down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> Hope nobody's on the other side. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, Bacon, in your honor, since uh, the Dinah is gone, we'll start the new topics like this. Oh, she's gone. All right, Johnny John, start us off. Give us the, the basics. I know you're the trip planner. You guys were tr- planning this trip for a long time. You covered, we averaged, you said we averaged about 500 miles a day based on the numbers you gave us. So give us the backstory. When y'all started planning, what the plan was, and then we'll move from there. So the plan started, let's see now, we're going on probably three years ago at Gettysburg and it's when went up there for meet up with Dave and then his friends Lonnie and Melissa and I don't know we got on topic of going to Sturgis and they said they were going to go in 2020 so I kind of asked if there was room and I think Dave I think you're going to go too right Dave yeah that, yeah they yeah, wanted point, me to yeah. drive get help drive right so the you know kind of came out that we were going to do that so it started over three years ago at Gaysburg talking about doing the strip. Um, so yeah, actually, I think it was two years ago, but okay. I don't think it was three. Yeah. Well, basically you didn't do it on a whim. You know, you guys had a, you had to make a plan. Of course, John's got to plan the route and the stops and all that. So (laughs) (laughs) which is a good thing. It's a good thing. I'm not, you know, I'm not clowning him. It's a good and thing. And the thing that came out originally with all the planning, I mean, it's gone through original planning. You know, Chad was going to join me from Texas, was going to come up, and I was actually going to do an iron butt to meet up with him outside of Kansas City. He didn't he backed out and then this a lot of the trip changed. And then I decided when he wasn't meeting me, I was trying to get as many states as possible to knock off my to-do list of hitting the 49 states on the bike. Nice. Um, and I don't know the exact number on states. I'll have to count it up while I sit here. Um, so that's the plan. I actually, going out, um, it was taught that we... Dave and their group was going to leave Thursday morning at like 6 a.m. and drive all the way through the. So him and I kind of talked about the route, and we met up Thursday night in Iowa, in Waterloo, Iowa. Poor, poor you guys right there. Oh, Iowa. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. What, What was wrong with that stop? Or it's you, Iowa. Or you have some Iowa. pass there, Bacon? No, no. I'm, Iowa at midnight. <laughs> I, li- I lived in Iowa for over 22 years. I hate Iowa. It's flat. It's nothing but cornfields and soybean fields and pig and pig farms. Hmm. Well, I didn't see any pig farms. 
No. You may have smelled them. Just cornfields. <laughs> yeah, I did smell one or two. Gotcha. Yeah, smell those from miles off. <laughs> so, so John, how was the? Well, actually, before we get to John's trip out now, Dave, you went in the RV, correct? You guys, no, nobody rode out from your area. Correct. Yeah, there was three of us all together, three groups of people, all in a, like a train, <laughs> like, so, an, like an RV like caravan. A, <laughs> yeah, a big pain in the ass is what it was. Oh, oh. <laughs> how was the pain in the ass, Dave? You well, guys, oh. I was going to say, since you rode out, John, how what was your what was your trek like? How many days did you take to get out there and rough, so, just rough mileage? So I did it in two and a half days, and it turned out to be about seventeen fifty. I actually decided to leave out Wednesday night to try to get a few miles on them because we we're going to meet Thursday night and I wanted to get someplace where I could get a few hours sleep before they met up with me because I figured there was going to be enough drivers. They'd be ready to rock and roll and I'd be sitting there like falling asleep at, on, uh, on the handlebars, you know? <laughs> yeah. Don't want that. So I actually pulled out of here Wednesday afternoon and I actually went to uh, Charlotte or Charlotte, West Virginia is where I went, um, uh, to stay, um, overnight. And the trip wasn't bad other than when I started getting, going through the mountains of Virginia and West Virginia. Mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, Charleston, sorry, Charleston, West Virginia. I actually hit rain. So, it was not a fun ride up there. It was awful rainy, on and off. Right. And, uh, you know, I had to do something I normally don't like to do, and that's actually stop on the side of the road and put rain gear on. <laughs> um, I looked over in the cl- over on my phone, and I look at the sky, and I just see this big cloud I'm going to run into, and I'm like, I don't think there's going to be an exit. And so, like, it was a very... It was where 77 and 81 split. Uh, and so it was a very big area. So it was on top of a hill. So I was felt comfortable where I'd stopped. So. Did you hit much road construction on that route? Road construction. So I know nah. 81, well, beyond that 77, 81 split, has been tore up for a while. No, it wasn't. I didn't even rank road construction. Nothing major. Okay. Um, and then, then when I got into West Virginia, actually 77 is toll road. And I actually went around about way to avoid that in a really, and this was from last year when I was up in that area, um, hit some of the roads I did before and you need to take a ride up there, rich and go ride, um, 19 and, uh, 61 in I think that's West Virginia, West Virginia, in West Virginia. All right. I'll take a look while yeah. you're chatting. Yeah, so those are pretty cool roads up there um, to, to ride. And then I slept, got up again at freaking 4 o'clock in the morning. I think I was going to leave at like 4 o'clock, but alarm, missed alarm. <laughs> Didn't leave until like almost 5. 
And then I had a major um, snafu, I'll call it. Okay. <laughs> oh, snafu did. Um, oh, dear. <laughs> and Dave heard about this one as I got all the way from there, I went up through West Virginia, and then I got into Ohio, got to the first stop, and I opened my, you know, I had my wallet inside of the, the trunk, and I go open it up, and there's no wallet. Oh. And I'm like, yeah, okay, that, that's not where'd good. I, where'd I leave the wallet? And I started looking through stuff, feeling my pants, didn't feel it, didn't feel it, and <laughs> called Natalie, and had her help me out, and she called the hotel where I stayed, and very nice person, and they went and checked the room, and I had money stashed someplace else on the bike in another location in case I ever needed it, and pump gas, and then I go put the change in a pocket, and inside my pocket, I reach in, in my jacket, and there's my wallet. Nice. So, so I mean, I just had a... As as we go through to the story, there was always a day that we had some adventure, and that was that adventure that day for me was just and then throughout the rest of the trip, it was just like I always had to like double check where the wallet was. I was always having an issue with that. Mm-hmm. And because I don't put it in my pant pocket because I always am a, you know, if it rains or hit a rain spout, you know, then the wallet gets wet. So then everything's wet. So I try to avoid that. Gotcha. Um, and there is no, like, like I know on some bikes, you know, there's a spot or a tank bag or something that you can stuff it in. If it starts to rain that you can do while you're riding, but I don't have that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Yeah. That's a, a challenge I've always had is, well, more so with the cruiser where your, your feet are out forward is, you get in a hard rain and that part of your pants gets wet and then the wallet is soaked. And I guess not so much of a deal on the sport bike, but yeah, I have a tank bag I can employ as well. But yeah, right. kind of like you, I guess I usually tuck it inside the jacket inside. Pocket. And then my, yeah, my jacket isn't waterproof either. So that's the other thing. <laughs> so, and then the worst part was that trip going up as I was going through West Virginia and the road said, you know, they had rough road. It says rough road. And it also would say dip and they would have, you know, pointers pointing to the dip and tell you how fast to go. And you better be going at speed. Otherwise you will be going for a ride because mm. there are some major, you know, dips that they need to go fix. But I guess it's water underneath the road is caving them in. I don't know. Some kind um, of sinkhole in the road or something. Yeah. So, and then I went through rough road, John. Do what? You're calling that a rough road? <laughs> no, Dave. No, Dave. We haven't got that rough road. Wow. A little foreshadowing there. Yeah. yeah. So I went through Ohio and Indiana, drove by the Indianapolis Speedway. So did that, Rich. It's a nice photo get, yes. I could have done a better job, but it really was kind of a... I was I was trying to move because I through Thursday I was getting updates from them and they were moving along. I'm like, well, I can't sit here and, <laughs> and you know lag dag along because before I know it, they're going to be to Iowa and they're going to be ready to go and I want a few hours sleep. So right, you know, I made up to Iowa probably around about five o'clock or five o'clock and uh, settled in 
and got a shower and then I went to sleep and Dave said they'd be there at 1130. So that was a fun time of, okay. So you guys met up in Ohio then and then traveled on together. Uh, no, we traveled, we met up in Iowa or Iowa, Waterloo and Waterloo. Waterloo. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Bacon does not like Iowa. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jebby. Yeah, I went through Waterloo enough. So, yeah. So. All right. Well, let, let's switch back to, to DD then. He he gave us a little preview. What was the the pain in the rear, if you will, for your adventure, get, at least getting out to Sturgis? Uh, well, we had us, Lonnie, and his truck, which had a 50-gallon fuel tank on it. And we had another guy driving what I call a monster truck. He had 36 inch wheels and <laughs> big diesel motor. And a, he had a 50 gallon tank. Hang on. And hang on. We Dave, had, Dave, 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 he was yeah. driving. Was it more? She was driving. Oh, well, yeah, she was driving. Yeah. I forget. It was her truck. So yeah, she, her she drove the whole way truck. practically. Yeah. Her truck. Yep. Just like Lonnie doesn't have a motorcycle. It's Missy's motorcycle. <laughs> 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 nice. <laughs> And then the the third one was a fifteen hundred Chevy who had a thirty gallon tank, and he was pulling a heavy. I think it's a twenty four foot trailer, mm-hmm. so he could roughly get two hundred miles to a tank, and we have to stop. And not two hundred and fifty, two hundred and ten, <laughs> maybe. Uh, <laughs> so it made made so that- for frequent stops and always looking for gas stations. That was your sportster of the group. Yeah, exactly. And I don't understand so, why they didn't swap trailers. Because uh, it's not his? Because, yeah, they, they both, that's just the way it was, yeah. I mean, I maybe, I don't know. I would have thought it had been smarter for for Kristen and Steve to take the bigger trailer and and Joe and Hot Rod to take the shorter trailer take the shorter one but well we did uh one thing is Kristen and Kristen and um babe were pulling the uh their trailer but they they started in emmaus which is like 45 minutes from where they met us on the turnpike so they were already you know they were on the road 45 minutes before we met up with them so okay that, yeah. that's more the reason why yeah it's their trailer yeah. and their bike and stuff like that but they were they met us on the road too but it was only like 45 minutes up the road so okay and and, and we will give you some of the we're calling some people nicknames because during the week they kind of end up getting nicknames from dave <laughs> <laughs> yeah everybody got names by the end of the week <laughs> <laughs> or, or is it nicknames to uh protect the, the innocent no, no, yes. they deserve yes. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they earned every every one. So. That's where the best nicknames come from, though. A good story. Yeah. All right. So, what else you want? So, I mean, pepper questions. I don't know. Well, well, my my biggest question is, well, Dee Dee, what did you ride in Sturgis? I rode my. Uh, Brand new Road Glide 2020. Ah, uh, 
Harley Davidson. How's that feel, sir? <laughs> I was gonna say it, felt pretty good. it feels probably like this. <laughs> probably a whole lot like that. Yeah, a whole lot like that. Nice. Yeah, how many miles on that thing now? Uh, I'm over three thousand. I didn't check this today. I rode today, so I rode to work. So I'm definitely over three. I think I'm at like uh, thirty-two hundred miles now. So how many? But I had to. I had, I had to take a, a two-week break because I took a trip and uh, I got back and I had sixteen hundred miles and I called to get my thousand-mile service. And they didn't have anything available for two weeks, so. Ouch. I had, Ouch. I said, well, she, that was a story along itself. I called the lady and I said, hey, I need to get my 1,000-mile service done. And she goes, I can't get you in for two and a half weeks, honey. And I said, okay, um, how many miles can I put on? And she goes, oh, 1,200, 1,300 is not a big deal. I said, I got 1,685 right now. And she goes, don't you dare go over 2,000. <laughs> So, <laughs> needless to say, I kind of let it sit more yeah, or less for two weeks. That could be warranty trouble. Yeah. So, didn't want to avoid my warranty right off the bat. Yeah. Now, wait, hold on. Really good thing. Wait, I need a break. So, Bacon, we'll come back to you with a question. But, Dave, are you on a speaker by chance? Or are you using your headset? No, I'm using my headset. Okay. No, I'm just, I'm Why, getting did you some. Get echo just then? I'm getting some feedback. Yeah, I'm hearing, I'm hearing us every now and then, but I don't know from where. Okay. From me? I don't. I don't know where, but every now and then I'm getting, I'm getting somebody others else's voice on another line. You're picking up a CB. I don't know what it is. No, the, the CB <laughs> turned off. <laughs> I turned the CB off. All right, sorry, Bacon. Re- restart with another question. <laughs> Although I could probably just leave that in. Who no one's gonna care. Oh, that's so great. <laughs> well, let me let me throw one out for you. I was just oh. gonna ask how many more how many uh Harley shirts he's got now. <laughs> oh it, it cuts right to the bone. Well, well yeah. I can set, answer that one for you. The Harley shirts didn't really get purchased. Oh, he stole them. No, <laughs> no, no. That's the that's the spirit. <laughs> It's the victory spirit. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah. No, no, Dave. Dave's um, 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 uh, shirt budget got drank. Oh, went down the gullet. <laughs> went down the yeah, gullet. yeah, it sort of did that. <laughs> did you enjoy your adult beverages Dave, while you were out there? Slightly. Slightly. Let's put it this way. I- I got over the hangover about Thursday of last week. Nice. <laughs> Maybe. So, so I'll go back to that real quick. The real interesting one time about Iowa and how weird it was, was while we're riding up 218 out of Waterloo back to 35, at freaking 1 o'clock in the morning, I'm seeing these red lights flashing. And I have no freaking idea what they are. All around me, just flashing. Yeah, they're ta- they're. You know what those are? Well, I figured it out. No. Yeah, we figured it out. They're windmills. Yeah, just windmills. <laughs> I thought it was actually a train. Oh, those were the windmills. 
Yeah. Because they all uh, blink at the same exact time. Yep. Yeah. And I got to tell you, riding through at midnight, that is freaky. They all blink at the same time because in a giant field like that, you can't have them all at different times. Oh, could you imagine? Yeah, that would, that would mess with your vision a lot more than anything else. <laughs> Being like a psychedelic light show. <laughs> right? I mean, there was already uh, enough psych- light show, in my opinion. Don't you agree, Dave? Yeah, it was weird. Yeah, it was definitely weird. We were all talking about it for a while. That was the only thing keeping some people up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so what was your... Now, back to... You had a question, Bacon? Oh, no. I was just... All I, I was, I was going to say is, you know, can, now you know how it was driving. Could you imagine if you were flying over it? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... I think you'd fly right into it. <laughs> Once again, another reason they're all synced. <laughs> hmm. So then we got, I mean, we arrived Sturgis kind of nonchalantly. We got in there Friday afternoon around like one o'clock, two o'clock. Uh, that's close, finally... Closer to one, yeah. I think it was one o'clock. Yeah. yeah. And it started getting warm. And I will say the last. Two hours was very hard on me because I was ready to be done. I was not falling asleep, but I was about ready to go to sleep. And yeah, um, I know we had some people decide that they need to fall asleep almost at the wheel or did. <laughs> Don't. Oh. Yeah, about five o'clock in the morning, Dave. Yeah, yeah, about five o'clock in the morning. Yeah, yeah we had. People flying, come up into the, we had one section where we came into some uh, road construction and the trucks in front of us slowed down to 55 and Lonnie just pulled out in the left lane and couldn't figure out why everybody's slowing down, still doing 70 in the left lane. Just, <laughs> right there, the road construction. We get out the other guys, you can say, I don't understand why everybody had to slow down back there. We were like, you were in road construction and the speed limit dropped. I was? Like, oh. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Oh, that must have been before me meeting up with you guys. Oh, yeah, it was, yeah. That was still early on. And the funny thing was we actually... So we stopped around 6 o'clock in Sioux Falls. And the comment was, well, we need to wait until sun comes up. It had to be, no, it had to be, yeah. Because uh, people were falling asleep, so Dave took a... 30-minute trucker nap. And uh, the bad part was was there was a storm coming across South Dakota, and I thought I was going to get drenched in. And we get going down the road, and closer we get, there's this big gray cloud. It's getting darker. And I thought I was going to get soaked. They thought I was going to get soaked. We get to it, and it was a little, little rain shower. <laughs> so the bad part moved north, so I got lucky. Better than your ride home. Yeah, yeah, it was better than my ride home. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I, then, uh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I think one of the things I'm most excited to hear about is the riding, but I am curious to know if you guys did any events or did you see any of the, I guess, the typical attractions? Did you go to any concerts, Dave? 
while you were there? Uh, I did a couple couple concert nights. Yeah, I saw Colt Ford and I saw a couple other bands. You saw Jackal, didn't you? No, I did not see Jackal. Oh, you didn't I, see I Jackal? Band, I saw the band before Jackal and then I went back to the camper because the next day, oh, I was leading the ride and I'm not a big fan of Jackal, so... <laughs> Okay. So, so were the, the concert type we're venues? Not a fan of Jackal? Go ahead. What was that, Bacon? I said, you're not a what fan of Jackal? No, not really. I like, I mean, they got one song, that's all I know. So, <laughs> I was more, I was more a fan of Saliva than Jackal, and I missed them, so. Well, they didn't show up. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they didn't show up. That's right. They backed out. And yep. I think it was like a last minute notice that they were backing out. Hmm. Right. So as far as your question about events, so concerts are held each venue, like we stayed at Full Throttle Saloon Campground. They have their own acts. Buffalo Chip has their own act. And then you have stuff like in downtown Sturgis. Right. And Full Throttle is currently since it burned down, the new one's out by Buffalo Chip, and it's like 13 miles from Sturgis. So it's away. So it takes, you know, from the proper area. So all these events happen all over the area. It's not just like in one central yeah. block or, or town. I mean, there is stuff normally... When normally Sturgis, they do have concerts in town, but because of COVID, they didn't this year. So right. And now, how were the crowds though at the at the concerts? Though were the crowds kind of thin, or was it just just as packed as you've ever seen it? How was that? No, the crowds were the crowds were very thin. And to be honest with you, like you know, I've been to a lot of general admission concerts where you know everybody packs as tight as they can up to the stage and all that. Right. And. um, This wasn't that way. You saw a lot of people standing in small groups, you know, like we were in groups of like five and six of us, you know, the people we came with and there'd be a gap to the next group. And it really was, there really was some real social distancing going on. I mean, it may not have been six feet, but we weren't, we weren't like all crammed together like sardines. I mean, some of them at the front were, but yeah, most, most everybody kept, you know, a little bit of distance in there and it wasn't it wasn't super crowded i can tell you that it was the only night it was probably crowded was jackal night because i did go down for that i saw the band before them but mm. yeah it was crowded that night but, all right any other oh, things you should have seen the news around here no social distancing going on nobody's wearing a mask and blah 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 and it's like come on fake <laughs> like leave them alone yeah and i ha- I had no doubt that the there would be stories of you know numbers increasing here and there just you knew that was going to happen whether it was going to or not so just curious right. just mean, curious the, what the crowds were like the, there i mean john can attest that most people were were not wearing masks i they i won't say they were but most people were keeping some distance apart, you know, it's, yeah, it's becoming a habit, I think for people at this point. So, yeah, I, yeah, no masks and people are just keeping your thing. And as I understand the mask rule is if you can't keep your six feet apart, 
then you need to wear the mask. If you are wrong. six feet, I'm wrong. Okay. Wrong. Because I mean, you can be in a building with a bunch of people. Everyone is at least six foot apart and they still require you to wear masks. It yeah. I was going to say, it depends on how your locality has, has set their, okay. their new little rules. Cause yeah, some of them, it just says yeah. any place in public. Some of them says it's in a building. I don't know. It's all over and the South Dakota, has, South, South Dakota has no rules on masks. Yeah. South, South Dakota never made any rules for COVID. They're the only state that didn't have a shutdown or anything. Yep. They basically said, let it go its course because we don't have enough people to worry about. And yeah. so that's what they did. And, and the big thing was the Indian reservations that are out there, since Native Americans are getting hit hard, actually set up checkpoints that if you were coming onto their and onto the reservations, they were doing checkpoints. And if you were, they asked you why you're coming. And if you didn't have a valid reason, they would turn you away. And we didn't, we knew that going in and the South Dakota department of transit told you people. So, I mean, we didn't have any routes planned to go that way either. So we kind of, you know, we, we didn't head to any, so we, that didn't affect us, but. All right. Yeah, that was more people coming from California would run across the reservations to get there. So, yeah. Is that uh, because of the routes come, come that way? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. A couple of the um, routes from Southern California run through uh, Indian reservations. Gotcha. And that's, gotcha. They, they weren't letting them through, period. If, if you weren't a resident, you know, if you didn't live on the reservation, they weren't letting you in. Because they've they've been pretty devastated, is what I was told by this whole thing. They've actually had real problems with it on the reservation. So okay, yeah. Okay. So what you're saying is they've gone off the reservation. <laughs> oh man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bacon, you got anything else on the events? Otherwise, I I want to hear about the riding because I I know that's what you guys one of the main reasons that you went out there in the first place. So. That's what I want to hear about most. I have actually, I have absolutely nothing else about events that I need to hear about. Right on. All right. Johnny, All right. So, hit, the, so, hit the riding. Hit the riding. All right. So I kind of had some ideas before going out on what routes would you do. So you got the major, you know, things of um, their Spearfish Canyon, uh, Von Rock Canyon. And what's the last one, Dave? Starts with a B, I think. I knew I'd hit you with that one. Yeah. Anyways, catch me there's I think there's another canyon called Bron Rock. Spearfish and there's Von Rock and there's North the other canyon road. Anyways, while I'm looking at up, um, and then you got Crazy Horse, Custer State Park, Iron Mountain Road, Needles Highway, and Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore. It's kind of all the major things we were going to do. Um, so Saturday, we actually went out and did the canyon roads. So Spearfish Canyon and Van Rock and some of Deadwood and um, um, it was just really cool. Some, you know, winding through the valley, Londa River, uh, waterfalls, um, just the cool one was Alt-14, that's Spearfish 
um, Canyon Road, um, which you, was really awesome. Where'd you guys see the buffalo? Was that in Custer State Park? Yeah, so so when we did yeah. Custer State Park on Monday, we're coming through after we had a mechanical issue with a with one of the guys' bikes. Oh, yeah. Before that's the other thing. So when everybody arrived that had everybody all the road glides and street glides arrived with dead batteries <laughs> because they didn't dis- disconnect them before they left. So we had to jump every single one of them, charge the batteries up. Movies. Um, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, so here we're trying to oh, yeah. unload we did everything. Find out what transportation mode is on the way home though. Oh, did you? I was gonna yeah. say what what would drain the battery in two days? It's it's the alarm going on. Yeah, the motion alarm on it. So yeah. your so your bike was inside a toy hauler and you set the alarm. Yeah, I guess. I mean, the batteries were dead on every bike when we got there. Huh? Because Lonnie yeah. said if you put the key in it, the alarm won't go off. But. But you'll have your tag. But you have your tag there, and you'll drain your battery tag. Oh, really? Yep. Yep. Your fob will die, so you'll need to at least bring like an extra battery for that. The other canyon is Boulder. Boulder Canyon. Hmm. Oh, that's it. Yeah, Boulder Canyon. Um. So that so kind of go with instance as we said that we had every day. Um. That was Monday's instance that just before we get into Custer State Park, we're paying to go in and one of the guy's bikes dies and we try to jump it and it wouldn't jump and connect it to a truck. One of the guys actually was in a truck with us, following behind us in the truck and mm-hmm. tried to jump it off of that and that didn't work. So ended up the frustrating story behind this was that he gets on the phone. We just came through five minutes ago, Custer, South Dakota. That was pretty populated, had events. And I said, there's got to be a place there for an auto parts store. Why don't you call down there? Right. No, I got roadside assistance. I'm going to call them. Uh, in the middle of a big rally. Yeah. So here yeah. we're sitting here. We're like, why are you calling that? There's five other people on bikes and a truck that can turn around and go get you a battery. But no, you decided to do this. And then gets mad because of that didn't work out. Is this where the first nickname comes in? No. <laughs> no. no that was, I got a couple. Yeah, the, the, first, the first nickname came before that. <laughs> oh, we missed it then. What was it? <laughs> Hang on. We'll get to that one here in a minute. Because I think it's mine. Yeah. Wet foot. No, no. I'll let Dave tell this story when okay. I get this. So let me finish this one real quick. So we so he sits there and I'm I got my phone. Oh yeah, Missy is all getting upset because she has made dinner. I mean, so really cool about this whole thing was Missy and Lonnie did an awesome job. They planned out all the meals. So every morning and dinner they had breakfast and dinner all planned out for us. All done. Awesome. Every morning Lonnie was up by 6 or 6.30 fixing breakfast for us. We rolled every morning by 9 o'clock, except one that was 10 o'clock because 
some people decided to go have a few drinks. Mm-hmm. Only a couple, right? O- only a couple, yeah. Double D, perhaps? <laughs> so, did somebody say something about 3 a.m.? <laughs> yeah, you got to tell that story here in a minute, Dave. So, we, so Missy had some pulled pork in a crock pot that she was worried was going to not get done. So, she was ready to get back to camp. She's like, We got to go. We got to go. And here he's over here trying not telling us, like, for 20 minutes, we're trying to say, Call a park store. There's got to be a place. Finally, I look up the phone. I says, there's a Napa place five miles down the road. So he called Napa, and sure enough, he goes to ask him, will you bring it to me? Bring it to you? Buy bikes and a truck. Drive. Why do you need the guy to bring it to you? Okay. He was all situated. We all got on our bikes, and we took off. And then we went through Iron Mountain Road, getting back to camp. And we come up Iron Mountain Road, and all of a sudden, there's a herd of buffalo. And traffic mm-hmm. stopped. What do you think? 200 bikes were in that pack, Dave? Probably, yeah. It was a lot. By the time, by the time we got done, because it was that spot. I don't know. I wasn't, I wasn't counting bikes. I was counting buffalo as they went <laughs> by me. <laughs> yeah, so we had buffalo passing us both sides of the road. And this was probably a 10-mile stretch that they're on and off. So... That was that was really cool. And I've seen it once before when I was out with my parents in 96. We went to Custer and we saw a buffalo then. And um, people that don't know this or listen to it, if you ever do run across them, don't go up to the baby calves. Hmm. They might look cute and pretty. Don't go to them. <laughs> Mama won't be happy. No. And the other one, Dave, and I think if I remember the story correctly, was Lonnie had a buffalo cross in front of him. He started to back up, and a buffalo started coming towards him. Yes. And I think the guy behind you told him to stop and stand your ground. He did, and the buffalo walked away. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. The buffalo was walking towards him, and Lonnie was backing up, almost backed into me, and then... The guy behind me was like, stop, you got to hold your ground. And so Lonnie did. And when he did, the buffalo stopped. And then that was probably the male because another one with the calf went across the road behind him. And once they cleared the road, then the big bull just turned his head and walked off like, okay. Is that nickname number two? <laughs> no. No, <laughs> oh, no. I'm too early. Okay. All right, Dave. So go, go with the go with Why the is Sunday. It so ride. long to get to names. I know. I want all these good nicknames. <laughs> so, so, so go with Sunday's right, ride so, and give. So we have these two young guns riding with us all week. They're uh, oh, 23 oh, that and 22 year old guys. Yeah. And that. so what? What? Go on. That was the go first on. nickname. Okay. Go on. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So they they couldn't. They obviously had no idea how a group riding works because even on the ride out in the pickup trucks, the one young guy kept passing us in his pickup truck with the gas motor and getting 180 miles to the gallon to the tank instead of 200. (laughs) And uh, so uh, when we're in the group riding, he's, He's still, he's going out, he's, they're laying way back, laying way back and doing drag, rolling drags in the middle of the group. And 
I'm sitting there, got cars backed up behind me and everything else. So we decided to give the one guy, he, he earned his hot, hot rod nickname. He's hot rod. So <laughs> Because of the drags? And you didn't line up with the, the new road glide? No, he had the new road glide and... He had a, he has a newer road glide than me actually I think yeah he got his a week after mine and uh, yeah he passed John how many times <laughs> well how many times he, he, passed passed you, John? <laughs> he passed me a couple times and the one day I got to the point I got back to camp and it was actually Monday I said you passed me again as a leader you're in charge and his comment was like well. I wanted to ride by myself and, 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 and go. Well, then you're not in the group ride. Right. So here I am doing already about 10 over the speed limit. And I thought we were hauling, butt, and you want to do 90. Okay. And, and, and I would say that, and maybe if it wasn't Sturgis event and rally event, you probably could get away with it. But cops were out every time you turn around, you saw a cop. So you had no idea where they were going to be. So if you want to get tailed, be my guess. So. All right. That's hot rod. That was, that was hot rod. And hot rod, <laughs> yeah. we tried to teach him and talking about leading. He went through, he passed me or something happened on the needles highway. And he passed me and was in the lead. And then he kind of pointed to me about, um, no, he wanted, um, um, I, I nicknamed him Junior because of it's Lonnie's son. So I nicknamed him Junior. I'm not sure if it's going to stick or whatever, but anyways, I just called him Junior. No, it's going to stick. It's going to stick? Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's sticking, sticking damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so I nicknamed him Junior just because he's dad's son. So, hey. Um, I guess and, you're in uh, that one. <laughs> they... Uh, so he wanted him up there when we made a stop at an overpass on the Eagles Highway. So I'm like, well, here, you guys want to lead? Then here, you're going to lead. And I was in back with Dave, and Dave was furious. So I should say, you know, we didn't talk about the group so much, but I was leading. Dave was tail. We're the only two on comms. Everybody else is um, no helmet, which is fine. No comms. So Dave and I are trying to keep this group together <laughs> and communicate with hand signals and everything else to keep everybody together. So we did that. So he decided to take off and I said, go lead. So he, they took off down needles highway and Needles highway is like 25 miles an hour, I think, or 35. Mm. Very scenic. Okay. Do what you think, Dave? I think it's 35. Okay. So 35. And so we're going along and they take off and they're gone. And they get to the end. I'm like, lead. He wanted me to lead. I, said lead <laughs> you're like nope and they had a screw up at uh we we're supposed to turn at one of the roads and he didn't follow or whatever he's going to go a different way he was just and i turned and group got mixed up and he comes out and says i told you you take the lead you're leading <laughs> i'm not doing it <laughs> but afterwards, yeah i think I we went lead. three different directions at one point <laughs> yeah ouch yeah so he, after that day, he kind of stayed in place more or less until we started heading back to camp, and then he went his own way. Um, yeah. So that yeah. was hot rod. Every single day. We we tried to teach him a lesson, and we thought he did, and nope. 
Dave did a ride on Friday, thought he did, and was it? 20 miles from camp, he got back and did whatever he wanted to do? Yeah, that caused, caused me to wreck because I thought somebody was having a problem. He just, I look back in my mirror and he's dropping back. Him and Junior are dropping back behind me, just dropping back, dropping back. And I got no comms now. So I'm thinking the guy who had the problem the other day or Lonnie who was feeling pretty rough that day, something that happened. So I quick snatched off the exit ramp, going through gravel and everything else, pull over on the shoulders because I figure if they're breaking down, they're going to come off the ramp. Right. He pulls up behind me. I said, what happened? As I, as I watched the rest of the group go by the exit because none of them could pull off that quick. And I said, then what happened? He goes, oh, I was t- telling Logan we need to break off up here and take the dirt road because you won't go on the dirt road. So needless to say, I showed him how fast a 114 is that day. (laughs) Did you beat him back to camp? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I did, actually, by a long shot. (laughs) Now, what, um, what was John's nickname? We didn't get to that one. No, John already has a nickname. He has three of them. So he didn't He's have got to more earn than three, one. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to get the other nickname I'm thinking I want to get for this trip. What's that? I forgot what gonna, it was. What are they going to call you, Stick in the Mud? No. 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 <laughs> no. no, the trip that we took on Friday to uh, Montana. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that one. <laughs> that wasn't Friday. That uh, was- Sunday. 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 Yeah. So oh, yeah. I guess so we decided to on Sunday to leave the rest of the group because they were going to go do Sturgis and something else. And I had a goal to hit as many states. And actually the number is I hit fifteen states on this trip. That's like a light trip for you, isn't it? <laughs> kind of. So Dave and I took off to go to North Dakota hit Montana and Wyoming, come back. And the funny thing is we got north of where full throttle is. And there is like nothing for miles. You could see roads for miles. Hmm. I mean, that must be a cool sight to see that. As we told junior and hot rod, we said, if you want to go drag race, you go out there and drag race. There is nothing around and you can see for miles. So, Go have all the fun you want, and it's straight. That would be a better choice, yes. But boy, yeah. the wind—the wind was pretty, <laughs> was pretty brutal. And you know, I have—I'm not sure if I can—if it's in the in my video, but you can literally see. I looked in the mirror, and Dave's like going straight, but leaning towards left or right, depending on the wind. You could just see the bike leaning, you know, to go straight. That's some good wind there. Yeah. Yeah, he look. He yells back at me. He goes, Dave, we're not turning here. Stop leaning. <laughs> <laughs> well, John, you mentioned video. You have a bunch of good pictures and and video to share. Oh, you're not you're not already uh, cutting it up for him. I have not received anything yet. I <laughs> I was threatened with a a good time of video. Oh, but oh you're going to get it. You're sure going to get it. I just have to hand deliver it to you. It's too much. It's what too much to spend. It's. I'm trying to find a number here. It's 300 gigabytes of data. There, uh, 
But if it's twenty, if it's twenty hours of highway riding, and you can keep it, <laughs> I don't know what's on it. I mean, oh. no, I wouldn't say it's, I wouldn't say it's twenty hours of highway riding. No. Okay. Okay. I don't so, know what's all on it. Okay, so of all this, right? You're talking about this. What was the one worst thing on this trip that you've dealt with? Grasshoppers. <laughs> Oh, I remember that picture. Yeah, talk about that. So this is where I was getting to. So on fr- Saturday or Sunday, we go up to North Dakota, Montana. We get over to Baker, Montana, fill up for gas. And it's, we met these uh, two guys, which were really cool. Dave, we talked to him for a little bit. One guy was on a KLR 650. And another guy was on a Sportster, Dave? Yeah, yeah. An old Ironhead we- Sportster. Yeah, with a like, with a peanut tank. So yep. he gets 110 miles out of a tank of gas, mm-hmm. and they were coming. They went farther west and were out with a group, and I think Montana, and it got too right. cold, and they decided to go home, and they're on their way to Minnesota or Minneapolis. Minneapolis, yeah. So we had a nice chat with them. <laughs> And then this other guy shows up and asks where we're going. We said, well, we're coming from Sturgis and we're going back. He goes, oh, yeah, I'm heading to Sturgis. We told him what road we're taking. He goes, well, I've heard that road is pretty rough. Okay. And he goes, it's buggy. (laughs) I'm like, okay. Buggy, whatever. (laughs) Rough road. I've been on rough roads. How bad can it be? And buggy? Okay. I've been in bugs. Okay. So we start down this road, and it's not too bad. And then we get farther down. So it's 7 in Montana from 12, coming down south, going south. Wasn't too bad. And Dave's like, hey, you getting hit with these things? You getting hit bugs? I'm like, no. So I am. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and we continue along. We get to um, this town, Ekalar. E K A L A K A. I know I'm butchered it. Sorry. Hmm. And we turn on two, no, three twenty three, going down towards Bell Tower and stuff. And all of a sudden, the bugs start coming. We're getting hit. Now I'm starting to get hit. And I look down, and they're flying between the wheel and the body and the engine. They're flying. I can see them. Dave's like, you can't see them. I'm like, nope. I only see this little bit. <laughs> The next time yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, because where I'm at, it looks like it looks like a thunderstorm, but it's bugs. I mean, they're literally flying through the air, and I can see them flying through the air. We're riding through like a locust swarm or something. I don't know. Mm. So yeah. we get farther down. I finally see them. So we came to a conclusion: it's grasshoppers or locusts. However, you want to do it. So we're riding and we're getting hit, and we then the comms are hearing. Ping, 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 ping. They're hitting Dave's base visor. So it was real fun. And all of a sudden, I get down towards the town of, let's see, we're in Wyoming. We get down close to the border. And all of a sudden, I look down, and and all of a sudden, the engine temperature light comes on. Bike starts to slow down. I'm like, Dave, I'm overheating. (laughs) You're, You're thinking, oh, no, not again, right? Yep, yep. Oh no, here we go again. This is going to be fun. So we get down to the town and we're like, okay. And Dave's like, went ahead of me to find some place to pull off and 
I said, well, there's a town over the little gas station. So pulled into the gas station. I get off. I'll look. The whole grill is covered with grasshoppers. It's blocked mm. with grasshoppers. It's not covered. It's packed tight. Yeah, just packed in like like leaves yeah. or grass, right? <laughs> yeah, this is packed. Yeah. So yeah. I get up the tools to take it off, and Dave found a water hose out back and took the bike around back and the grill around back and rinsed it off and sprayed it out. And, well, we got grasshoppers. And, and, and not only was it caked on the grill, but the inside of my front wheels were caked as well mm. with grasshoppers. So, and I know that, you have at least one photo of that that I can use, right? <laughs> I, oh, saw, I saw one. <laughs> Dave's yeah. got all the photos of it. I mean, he's, you know, it's just so. And then I get back oh, while I was there, I asked the, the, the attendant, I says, are these grasshoppers or locusts? And she goes, well, it depends on where you're from. <laughs> okay. And she goes, well, I call them grasshoppers. I'm like, okay. So, and, and it's a grasshopper. So I got back to camp. And I looked it up, and it is the worst grasshopper season in like 25 years going on in Montana. And only way to fix it is for winter to come. <laughs> Interesting. And yeah, the, everything so bad that I had full grasshoppers underneath my laces on my boots. Yeah. yeah. And, and yeah. Dave. I actually have grasshoppers in my garage now. Dead ones. <laughs> Still? Yeah, I went to change the... Ba- I decided to swap out batteries because I was getting to the over two-year limit as my buddy Rich replaces his battery every two years. I decided to replace the battery and I looked in there and there is grasshoppers in under, on the frame. So... <laughs> I have to take body work off the bike to see how many more grasshoppers are up someplace. Hmm. Oh yeah. I, I found grasshopper parts today when I, when I was looking at the bottom side of my bike, they were in the frame little pieces. Oh yeah. You're, you guys are going to find them for, for decades. Oh yeah. They're there. Yeah. So, that and and as far as the road is being rough, yes, the road was rough. In fact, we had to go to the other lane in some spots because it was so potholey and so tore up. We it was easier to go to the other lane and around. Yeah, it was. So, it was kind of. I figured it was close to riding on the surface of the moon. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah, that was the that was the interesting ride with grasshopper, and that was our 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 uh, adventure for Sunday. Yeah. Jeez. So that was your trouble spot. Then I'll follow Bacon's question with what was what was your favorite road or moment? Uh, and I know the fate. road one's going to be easy. You are, I think you already gave me a preview of that one. Yeah. I would probably say the favorite road, and Dave will, can, will say it, is the Von Rocker Canyon Road. Yeah. Yeah, where Dr. Pepper earned his name. Oh, yeah, Dr. Pepper. That's right. You got to tell Dr. Pepper's story. Okay. All right. So we, uh, we were out riding and we're headed back to camp and Lonnie had been out drinking all night long and was feeling really, really rough and barely keep it up. And 
all day long he was fading and fading and wandering in his lane. And we stopped at this one gas station on the way back. And Ronnie went inside and got himself a Dr. Pepper to drink. And he drank his Dr. Pepper. And then we went to pull out. And Ronnie, I, what did he tell you? He was going to follow you, John? I don't know. He just, fo- uh, yes. I, I don't know what he did. He just, he got behind me because most of the, to kind of go how the group went, went me, Hot Rod Jr., Lonnie, and Babe, and then, then, uh, then, um, then DD. Then me. Yeah. So, so, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. You can tell him. No, no, you go. So, so we pull out of this gas station and John's leading the way and Lonnie's right behind him. And, uh, then it was the two, you know, hot rod and, and junior and then babe and then me. And as we're, we turn onto that van rocker road and, uh, John says, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna go until Lonnie starts fading away from me, and I don't think Lonnie ever faded. <laughs> no, Lonnie pretty much stayed, yeah, Ronnie pretty much stayed the whole time. I mean, I wasn't <laughs> pushing it because we have seen cops on this road earlier. Uh, was it that day or day before we saw him? Because we did that road like before. four times. The day before we saw him on there. Yeah, yeah, so we saw a cop on there a day before, so we kind of like knew we needed to take it easy, and it, it was just like, okay, here we go, and we're going down it, and Lonnie's just staying right there. I'm like, oh, well, all right, Lonnie. So yeah, so we we figured from now on, whenever we want to go for a ride, Lonnie has to drink a Dr Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And that's why his name is now Dr. Pepper. <laughs> well, All I, right. I found a, I found an article on this. I think it's uh, ultimate motorcycle rides. Um, and they're kind of comparing it to the tail of the dragon. Although I, I will take issue that they've called it the dragon's tail, but <laughs> <laughs> which one to tail the dragon. Well, that's what they're saying here. They're saying some say that, that this, I guess it's Van Ocker, V-A-N-O-C-K-E-R. Yeah. Is that the one? Yeah. Yeah, that's it, yeah. Yeah, they're saying some say it's better than that. Better than the Tale of the Dragon. Well, John's written both. Uh, so so I'll, I'll do a comparison. The Tale of the Dragon is, is really tight and technical. You know, real tight, real technical. You know, this is a very... I'll c- compare it to Tennessee 68, Rich, in the lower section where they're nice sweeping turns. You know, they're nice sweeping, yeah. wide open turns, and it's not technical. Um, I enjoy this road better, more than the tail. I'll say that much. Do I think it's better? It all depends on your riding style. If you want to tight technical stuff, then the tail. Yeah, depends on what you're looking you, for, yeah. If you want a nice road that is very smooth, very winding scenery, this is the road. It's probably one of my new favorites. Um, you know. Um, well, I've said it several times. Like for my money, I think that the Skyway is the, the Skyway, Skyway. I think is a better ride overall. But again, it depends on what you're looking for. Yeah. So kind of take this to the Skyway as well. You know, as as Bacon would say, the Skyway is you know one of the favorite my favorite roads as well. 
Um, this one is, uh, I, I wish they would take the speed limit and raise it a little bit because you could have some really good fun with it. <laughs> this is how it flows. Yeah. Yeah. If the sky, and, if the skyway was like 85 through there, it would be phenomenal. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say the speed limit on Van Ocker Road is fifty-five. I think. No, no, it's thirty-five or forty. It's thirty-five in some places and forty-five in others. That's high as it gets. No, we weren't. We weren't. We weren't even close then. Dave's like, shh, 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 shh. no, Dave. I was moving. <laughs> yeah, you were. And, and the funny thing is, when we left the gas station, we got behind this one car. That was going down uh, Nemo Road, which is the other road, and they were hauling. They were probably, you know, in turn, come to turn out that they actually lived on the road, so they knew the road. And I'm just like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna follow along with you. <laughs> Fair All enough. right, sh- shall we give out the last nickname that we came up with for the weekend, there, Dave? Is that Babe? Yeah. 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 Oh dear! Uh, do that one. You gotta do the babe story. Oh, I gotta do that one too. Oh, you want me to do it? Yeah, I want you to do that one. I can right. do that one. All right. So, so coming out was um, in the monster truck with Kristen and this guy Steve. Now, I'll give you the answer. Kristen, Kristen has some major luck. Because I'm not sure how much sooner, but earlier this year she entered some contests and won a um, souped-up F-250 raised 30-inch tire, 36-inch tires. I think that's what you said, Dave. 30-inch, 32? Yeah, 36. 36, 36. You know, jacked up, everything you can imagine. It was like a $70,000 truck that she won. Nice. And so... It's her truck, and she pretty much drove all the way out, as Dave said. And they bought a like an enclosed trailer with extra money from the winnings as well to sleep in and put the, and put the bike in coming out. Well, all weekend, all you'd hear from him was, "Hey babe, hey babe, hey babe, hey babe, hey babe, hey babe, hey babe." And she would just sit there, like I think she ignored him so many times. So that's where his nickname came from. We finally said your nickname's Babe. <laughs> Whoa! I'm sorry. Oh, no, you sit I'm on her Babe yeah, all no. day long. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. And we gave her the nickname of um, what was her nickname? Trooper. Yeah, that's it, Trooper. Trooper. <laughs> yeah, because she was a trooper for putting up with Babe all the time. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Well, we and we covered favorite road. Was there a a road that you didn't like? I know you, you gave a preview earlier, Dave, about some rough road. Well, the rough road was the was, was the that? grasshopper road. Oh, but yeah, like, but that was that was kind of the that wasn't the road itself. Was there any like? No, no, the road itself was shitty too. Oh, okay. No, yeah. Oh, yeah. The road itself had holes in it the size of lanes. Oh, I was looking up some stuff while you were talking. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said before, it was close to riding on what I would consider riding on the face of the moon. Gotcha. It had craters in it like that. So, yeah, when that guy said, oh, the road, when we stopped at that gas station, he goes, well, that road's pretty rough, and it's pretty buggy. 
And we're, I was like, you know, I live in Pennsylvania. I know what rough roads are. I'm wrong. How bad can it be? Yeah, exactly. How bad can it be? You know, oh, a couple bugs. I've already been hitting bugs already today. How bad can it be? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I learned my lesson. Listen to the guy who lives there next time. <laughs> when he says a little buggy, he doesn't mean a little buggy. <laughs> and what was the name of that one? Just for notes. So it's Montana State Route uh, 323. Got it. Yeah. So that was that was that. And then we also went out to another fun road that we did was we went out to Devil's Tower as well on Wednesday. I decided to um my comment for Wednesday was since I was pulling out Thursday to come home, I wanted Wednesday to kind of be a you know, kind of a more chill day, not much riding because how every day was going so far, we go do two hundred miles, except day that Dave and I went riding. It would take us eight hours to do the 200 miles. And I was like, okay, if we're going to go do this, we got to, you know, go. And we decided we're going to leave at eight o'clock Wednesday morning, go to Devil's Tower, which was two hours away, Mm -hmm. Dave. Yeah, I think it was two hours away. Yeah, around that. Yeah, around that. Yeah. And we ended up. Hey, no, 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 no. You, you said, if you go, I will leave. You made a deal with me, Dave. Yes, I did, because you were going to sit at home. I was. I was going to sit at camp and just chill out. And um, so we actually headed out, and we took uh, 34 and 24 over Devil's Tower. And, and on the way out, you know, we had the group with us and they were kind of going slow, not too fast. And here's 24 through Wyoming. And it's like, oh my goodness, I want to go faster. <laughs> yeah. This would be so much faster. I wish I could go faster. <laughs> and we get to Hewitt, and which is a small town before Devil's Tower, and they had a bunch of stuff set up. We had to stop because somebody had to use the bathroom, and then we walked around town and bought some stuff, and and then went down to Devil's Tower, and then we get to Devil's Tower, and, and it was decided that they wanted to stop. I was going to head right, straight back to camp. I was like, okay, I'm heading back. They wanted to stop at Dr. Pepper and Junior and hot rod and want to stop at some small bar in the town nearby. I'm like, okay, well, I don't need to stop. So Dave decided to come back with me. And I pretty much said, Dave, we're going to move going back. He's like, okay. <laughs> it's so much more fun hearing you tell the story with the nicknames. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So on the way back, it, they took off before us that we we're still getting stuff going. And, we took off and we stopped to see on the way out when we're going up to Devil's Tower, there was um, prairie dogs. And Dave never saw the prairie dogs, I think, before, as he told me. Correct. They were not stopping to see them. Another so problem. on the way out, I could actually stop and see the prairie dogs. So we stopped and saw the prairie dogs and took photos and got going down the road. And well, here we pull out and well, there's some slow traffic. And well, 
there's passing zones and Dave and I kind of zoomed by them. And the funny thing is, since they left, we said, well, what if we catch up to them? If we'll catch them, it'd be funny if we catch them. And now they got a good 10 minute lead on us. Yeah. So we get going through Hewitt and there's a section of town that they would let you go through the main town and the main street with all the motorcycle and vendors or there's a bypass. Well, Dave and I took the bypass. Well, we get to the section where it comes back to the main road where they, where it split back on the other side of town. A bunch of bikes went by the guy let us out and lo and behold, here they pulled up and we're in front of them. Well, yeah, we, since, there was a flagman at the intersection directing traffic, and he stops them to let us out. It was perfect. <laughs> nice. Hot Rod was sitting there stewing. <laughs> he was steaming because we got around him. <laughs> and, and since we weren't part of the group, I decided that we we're going to stretch the legs. Oh, nice. So we took <laughs> off. Well, I think he kept up with us for a little bit, but I think he decided to lay back. Well, after that, motorcycles were coming by us and and hundreds of bikes. And every time you turn around, somebody was patting their head. Like, top, top, top. Okay. Well, gotta slow down. <laughs> yeah. And and then there was actually Dave saw there was one cop on our side had a sport bike. And I think a little girl, Dave, pulled over. Yep. A little girl. Yep. Had a little girl on the back. Two up, pulled over. So, so we kept it in check, and then we got back to camp. And well, we made it through that first section of mountains. Yeah, pretty much on an under because that's where the cop was sitting on the other side, wasn't it? Well, no, they're all they're coming both ways. There's one sitting up on top of the hill, kind of south side of his car, and yeah. How was the how was the yeah, camping out there? Overall, they were that in the trailer. Fine. That's You're... not camping. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it's... how was your lot? <laughs> so, so the I lot mean... was pretty. Go ahead, Dave. No, go ahead. You're fine. So the lot. I mean, since Lonnie or Doctor Pepper and <laughs> and and Missy had set this up like two years ago, they booked it. I think two years ago, what I was told. So they yep. got like a spot way out back, like end of the row, end of the like the field where there's like full hookups. So there's nobody like in front of us and nobody in front of us and nobody beside us. Behind us was our other trailers, you know, our other guys with us. But like from in front of from the side to like the street, which had to be a football field. Right. Yeah. Nobody nobody was in front of us. So, and then we had, if you look at it, I sent pictures, you know, we had pictures isn't right by uh, Big Butte State Park. Bear, Bear Butte. Bear Butte. Sorry. Yep. Sorry. Bear Butte. So we had that mountain pretty much right in front of us. Right, that's nice. Yeah. yeah. So Missy didn't get a nickname out of all that? <laughs> she wouldn't accept her nickname. Oh, okay. Her nickname was Mom. Mom. <laughs> well, well, I was thinking something with with the cooking, you know, like Crock-Pot or something. Yeah. Well, that's what we came up with Mom, but she wouldn't accept that, right? 
Yeah, she she was she took care of all of us. She had everything. I mean, they they had everything like organized, all lined up, and gotcha. Yeah. So the only thing you can really say is thanks. Yeah, yeah it was yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yep. Bacon. So, what did we miss? I don't know. What did we miss? Um, did riding? Uh, How about food? Any good food? No. I'm um, sure you ate. I know you drank like shack. fish. The sugar shack was pretty good. Did yeah. you think, John? Yeah. yeah. The sugar shack, which is down on a 385 um, south of, let me see, Merritt. It's near, it's near, near, yeah, it's near Merritt. Um, where was Merritt? Yeah. Because there's that dirt road we had to take a cut across because it had part of the a road blocked off of no another road. Nemo Road was blocked, so they had everybody coming across this dirt road, which was very interesting. That I was like, gravel road. Do you go down it? And then I saw, you know, Harley's coming across it. You know, baggers, road glides, and then I saw sport bikes. I'm like, well, can't be too bad. They're all coming across it. So, is this the one? Is this in Deadwood? Uh no, it's south of Deadwood. It's in Merritt. Oh, I see. So, it's called. Well, I'm just, I found it on. I found a couple of listings. It says Deadwood, but okay. Yeah, so it's it's actually Merritt Estate Road is actually the road that we had to cut across. Yeah. And it it was a nice road. I mean, it's it's gravel and it's packed. I mean, it's a packed road. So it wasn't like loose gravel. Did you go lunch, dinner, breakfast? Uh, it was lunch, in fact. Burgers look good. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what we had. Um. Yep. Outdoors, pulled in. And so, yeah, that was, that was one of the places we ate out for lunchtime. Um, mm. I don't think we really ate any place else out. Pictures are making me hungry. Uh, no, nah, not, not, we ate after you left in Wall. I forgot the name of the place now, but we ate there. Yeah. After okay. the Badlands, but. Yep. So, that so was, yeah, so. I, I still think. Sugar Shack was better. So. so then I pulled out, make a quick rundown. I pulled out Thursday morning at like 4 a.m. And I told everybody, I said, well, if I get woken up at like the 2 a.m. I did the other morning, Tuesday morning, I'm leaving. So they were, I was in bed a little bit before, a little after eight o'clock. They were out meeting up with some other people and down in Sturgis and I heard him come in and I woke up at like four o'clock and I'm like, I'm leaving. Dave wakes up and said, don't leave without telling me bye. That's what he told me, <laughs> you know? So I got up and he says, you're leaving. I said, yeah. And, uh, cause I had a, I was planning on getting to 700 miles in to get to St. Joseph's, Missouri. And I fear it was going to be hot. So I got up and took off and Lonnie said bye and so took off and that 700 miles was pretty brutal because it was all headwind going east. So That's a big then, day though. Yeah, yeah. Made it there and got a hotel and slept and then then got up got up uh, Friday morning and had another 700 miles to meet up with Brother Bacon. 
Whoa, got whoop. to say the bacon in. <laughs> Hung out with the baconator. Bacon in the missus, which is always an awesome time. Ate some good food. Yep, bacon made some pulled pork in the crock pot. Mm-hmm. And uh, was delicious. And then uh, I headed home and hit rain spots on and off throughout the day and in Tennessee. And then I got pretty much east of Knoxville, started going through the I-40. Um, the pass. Uh, the pass and part of around Knoxville. And it decided it wanted to rain. <laughs> I'm and, so glad I did not go that far with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you want to be thankful because the next 300 miles was rain on and off and i must i've i've hit some very lucky spots because there are spots that come through shortly after where they'd be either cup uh car off on the side of the road or in the ditch or you know there's actually an accident coming down off the mountain in, Na- on, in Asheville. There's two lanes closed off of where cars just went haywire. And then the last pretty much hour home was was a pretty hard, steady rain. And as people probably heard from previous stories or shows listening, is when I had the car tire on the back and being in Pennsylvania, hydroplaning a few times that always left me unsettled. And um, a couple episodes ago, I told everybody I got new tires, new um, tires from Kenda, mm-hmm. um, K9 tires that talk about better wet performance and longer life. And I will say I had no slipperage at all coming home. So if anybody listens to Ride Spiders, check out the tire. They're cheaper than OEM and they 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 handle better. Nice. And and, and I guess I'll go with this fact is that I'm not trying to talk car tire tar or tech or tires, sorry, tires tire tech. <laughs> with with that topic because you know you don't talk about oil and tires but i will say this much that if you are running a car tire that i know sir mike used to be on dark side but he has switched back to motorcycle tire because of some stuff with insurance and i will say that we have a friend that is a works in insurance company and also saying that insurance companies are starting to say if you're not running a correct tire they might not cover you and I would say that if you're riding a spider and you are running a car tire, you could run into that issue. Hmm. Even though it is a official car size tire and rim, yeah, it, you could kind of hit the gray area a little bit. So, anyways, that's my that would be my uh, service advisor for today. <laughs> this technical advisory brought to you by a Million Mile Miracle. Yes. <laughs> Well, I, I say the best oil is the the stuff that's in your bike. Same with the tires. The best ones are the ones that are on the bike. Yeah, the worst oil is the stuff that's all over the road. Yeah, oil is no good. It's all over the road. Well, the, the fun, I mean, as we talked about oil in the past, and I go with the, the fact that I look at um, 
the manufacturer puts an oil and tested that oil in that bike for a reason. Um, best article I read or forum post I read was one guy said they talk about oil and he goes, well, this is what BRP has their own oil. He's like, well, if you put like mobile one in your bike or Valvoline that can run in the bike, how can you, it can't be, they have so many bikes and so many engines to test. There could be an issue with your bike with that oil or that motor with that oil where BRP has actually spent money working with that oil in that engine. And then I'll give another example of a friend had as an FJR 1300 and he put AMS oil in it. Well, lo and behold, he would get low on on oil. It'd run low. No oil leaks, no nothing. It just burn up. Just burning it somehow. Huh. Just burning it. And as soon as he switched back to Yama Loop, he hasn't lost any oil. So. Well, and some of it, yeah, like there are some incentives too. Like Yamaha has that extended warranty if you use their their oil so there's there's some other incentives out there as well right so so just saying that if you want to run something different do remember that's my opinion on oil all right not getting any deeper on that (laughs) and and dave you want to cover anything about your trip because i know you guys went riding on friday how was the badlands uh well the badlands i did the badlands twice actually because okay. the day you left, the day you left, they were going to do the hang around town thing again. So I rode with them yeah. out to the Rapid City Harley Davidson and walked around the booth there. And uh, they were going to go back and swim in the pool. And I said, you know what? I'm just going to run a test run out to the Badlands. So I ran out to the Badlands that day, and I I tried a back road, which was a beautiful road, but John had warned us before he left that we should go Friday instead of Thursday because Thursday was going to be hot, hot, hot. <laughs> and and he wasn't kidding about hot, hot, hot. It was like 107 when I got out there. It was the real feel or something like that. Hmm. It was crazy hot. Yeah. And I mean, I, I rode out there and I pulled into the Badlands State Park and they have like a gift shop right there on your right. I pulled in there. I walked straight inside. They required a mask. One of the only places that required a mask, they required a mask. So I put my mask on, went inside. I, all the Powerade, all the Gatorade was empty. The only <laughs> thing they had gone. And it's like noon, one, one o'clock. So, and, uh, so the only thing they had left was the, you ever seen those sweet tea, uh, Arizona, like the giant cans? Yeah. Yeah. I got one of those and I sat in the shade. They have, they have picnic tables with wood slats over top of them to create shade. <laughs> so I sat there for a half hour just to recover from the heat. Mm. But then I rode back. Yeah. And then we, then the next morning we got up early cause I told them how hot it was and they'd all seen how wiped I was when I got back. So they decided we'd leave early and, uh, we got up there by, by 10 30 in the morning. I think it was, it was a two hour ride out. So, and it wasn't it wasn't as bad. We saw some rams on the side of the road and walking along the road, more wildlife again, and uh, beautiful scenery. I mean, some of the stuff out there that you see, Needles Highway is is just unbelievable stuff, and the Badlands is another one of the sections where it's just unbelievable views. It's 
you can't believe that it's in our country and such a beautiful thing. And, you know, it's just amazing. So, but yeah, but yeah. And hot rod had his moments again <laughs> every day. So <laughs> Just keep hot rodding on. And, and I yeah, guess man. if you want to talk about a road that would out there, that compares to a tail to drag would be the iron mountain road okay. would be, the, would be the closest road. And that was pretty cool. Cause if you've seen pictures, you have one-way tunnels through mountains, and some of the views are actually through the tunnel, actually sees Mount Rushmore. So, you know, that's pretty cool to see and and ride, and so... You went to Mount Rushmore, right? We went by got, Mount Rushmore. You got a photo for me? I have a photo. Is it really that good? No, because... um. As I learned afterwards, Missy and Lonnie or Dr. Pepper have been out there a few times, and they usually don't go to Mount Rushmore inside because it's so packed. But with and, and the line getting in there is packed that they usually skip it. Um, and with COVID and I guess the time we hit or whatever, it was pretty dead, and we probably could have went in there. But it was the end of the day. And I was ready to just get back to camp. Gotcha. It was Tuesday, and I was just ready to get back. It was, you know, it was three, four o'clock in the afternoon by that time, and it was done. Oh, you talking about food? Oh yeah, Lonnie made some steaks Wednesday night. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that was the best meal of the week. Steak by Dr Pepper. Steak. Yeah, steak by Dr Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Mm. Mm. Oh, and drinking. So, so let me let me tell you about the little drinking thing. So here, are these guys show up. This is what shows up. So we get before we leave. They have sent a picture. We're all packed to go to Sturgis. Got the beer. They had ten thirty-pack cases. So three hundred cans of Miller Light ready to go. I thought you said they went and got beer. Well. <laughs> oh, sorry. Well, wow. Ouch. Proceed. So and you, then they show up. Yeah. They show up. They pull out of the one of the trailers. They pull out a um, small, not refrigerator, a small kitchen refrigerator. Okay. Not the dorm size, but kind of a bigger one. Yeah. Probably like 18 cubic foot refrigerator that they set up to hold the beer and all of it fit in there so like 300 cans in one fridge no no it didn't all fit oh it was just just where the just where the beer went yeah yeah we rotated from the the fridge was the pre-cooler and then we had a uh one of them big like yeti type of coolers that we had ice in for the final ice cold portion (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they started in the fridge and they finished on ice. Right. And it was just a steady rotation. Every night, every night you'd empty the fridge and every morning you'd fill it. <laughs> now, now, Dave, as I talked yeah. about this, did you, did you pull a bacon? No, I did not pull. A, well, maybe I did. 
<laughs> now, now we came up with this nickname while we're out there, a bacon. So we call pulling a bacon. Pulling a bacon is staying up till wee hours of the morning. Till whenever it takes. Till whenever it takes. Yeah. <laughs> getting drunk or being drunk, getting very few hours of sleep, and wake up the next morning and go ride. Did you, you have to ride twelve hours? <laughs> like ep- epic eight. ride after all that. Well, they only did exactly. eight. <laughs> I only did eight. Sorry, Bacon. I didn't hold up to your caliber. Jeez. Oh. Although we were they we were doing shots. <laughs> <laughs> so so you got bacon bits. You're getting there. Yeah. So, so so what was it? It was Monday night that they went out drinking and they walk in at Dave came to bed at two thirty in the morning. No, no, he came in at 2, and they finally went to bed at 2.30, and Junior was so drunk that he fell asleep on the couch sitting up. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Lonnie was out as down. well. Lonnie was out partying as well, and the funny thing is, he was up by 6.30. Ready to go. And, and Well, he also had a... He also had a uh, uh, what do you call it? A uh, Bloody Mary. <laughs> oh, did he? Did he have a Bloody Mary in the morning to get him going? Yeah, yes, he, yeah, he did that morning. Yeah, he had one that morning for sure. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. I didn't need one because I was still still feeling it from the <laughs> night feeling. before. <laughs> Rough. And, and the only thing I remember hearing at one thirty in the morning. Was Junior Hot Rod, and Junior was saying, "No, don't run from the cops." Oh, Hot Rod was like, <laughs> "I'm going to run from the cops." Oh my! I'm not getting pulled over. I'm going to run. I'm like, "Wow, okay." Yeah, Hot Rod oh. seems to think that you know he can get away with it, right? Hmm. His bike faster than the radio, apparently. Yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, and that and the scanners that they have on your cars that read your license plate now. Right. <laughs> so when you go home, they're waiting for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, that's what they're going to, that's what they do now. I mean, that's what I know. Ticket in the mail. A lot of cops now or police will get your plate and then just show up at your house and wait for you. Yeah. Because they're not going to chase you because it's more of a risk. So they're just going to wait and show up at your house. So. Ooh, exactly. Anyways, all right. What else you want to talk about? Hmm. I think I'm. I don't know. I think I'm good. We've we've run about an hour and a half, so I don't know. It's up to y'all. Now I'll I'll put it this way. Dave and I have talked that we want to go back out when it's non-event time to go ride. It is if you're yeah. ever out that way. Yeah. It is worth the ride. Worth the scenery to see. Some unbelievable roads. So I guess that's one of the things I wanted to know is that, yeah, it's worth the ride without the event. And then if you want the event stuff, then that's the time of the year to go. Yeah. Correct. And I saw earlier today, I did see numbers from the South Dakota Department of Transportation released. Excuse me. Numbers of, they had nine spots located around Sturgis to count traffic. 
Right. And they got in 20, last year they had almost 500,000. And this year they had 460,000. Oh, still pretty, still right up there. But But this was also the 80th anniversary, right? Correct. Correct. So if they were expecting about double that. Yeah. So had we not been dealing with COVID, it might've been, might've been an insane place to be. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And it could be next year, the whole pent up demand thing. Could be. I don't know. I'd want to go back when it's not event time because I would love to see some of those roads. 80th <laughs> anniversary 2.0. I was going to say, yeah, 80th, you know, 80B. <laughs> 80.5. 80th, 80th anniversary second attempt. <laughs> yeah. Part deuce. Part deuce. Awesome. Well, yeah, I guess any any last minute takeaways or any other questions bacon if not, we'll do the the thank you and I don't think we have much else. We can probably move right along. No, no. I ain't got nothing. All right. Well, for that then, for um what was I going to say? <laughs> for episode 189, I would like to thank the monthly supporters. <laughs> Jeez, it's right in front of me and I can't spit it out. <laughs> The monthly list is Tim, Kevin, Chuck, and Zion. Thank you all very much for your support. And you can join the list of supporters for the next show, which will be 190, or the ongoing monthly list by visiting lobpipes.net slash donate. And one-time donations of 10 or more. We've been sending out sticker packs until that stock is gone. That's the new uh, die-cut sticker. And I've been sending them to the monthly supporters as well as I get around to it. So... I think Kevin, let's see, Kevin and Chuck, I think I, or Kevin and Zion, I think I still want the mail. Zion's probably got a million stickers by now, but we'll send him some more anyway. I took care of Zion. Good man. Good man. I took care of Dave too. Awesome. Awesome. And if you're interested, if you're interested in a free motorcycle rental day, you can also go over to loudpipes.net slash twisted road. And this is a referral program. So anything uh, that we get in terms of a benefit from that, we'll translate that into a bike rental and review that on the show. And that's loudpipes.net slash twisted road. All right, one little quick bit of feedback, and then maybe I'll just touch on the track day a bit. And if you guys have anything else, feel free to pepper it in. Um, in the last show, we were talking about GP shifting or upside down shifting, whatever you want to call it, but essentially it would be you know one up and, and five down. And Brian Honeycutt gave us some feedback. Actually, he was uh, we were chatting on Facebook earlier, and you know he was says the primary reason or or another reason would be that if you're making a a left hand turn, so let's say you're in a high lean, you're making a left hand turn, it would be quite difficult to get your foot under the shifter if you needed to make an upshift. So with the shifter upside down, you can just knock it down and, you know, upshift and out you go from that corner. So just another reason there. And I did some web searching after that. There's a lot of different origins and thoughts, but that seems to be the the main one. Well, that is valuable information, sir. Valuable insight. Yes, thank you for letting us... Making sure everyone here knew what was going on. <laughs> and while I do not have a GP shifter, I was on the track again yesterday. And how'd you do there, my friend? So that was fun. I, 
I did pretty well on session four. Um, this is Carolina Motorsports Park, Brandley, Brandley, uh, <laughs> freshly repaved, which was interesting, we'll say, for that. And I guess overall, I'll say it seems like a, a good thing. Obviously, new pavement is a good thing, but we were the first bike group out and I guess probably the first sort of racing group that was out. They did have one car event. Uh, I don't know if they pulled that off or if the rains washed it out, but there was only one event prior to us. And of course, as you might expect, you know, new pavement, there were quite a few bikes down. So a lot of sessions, actually all the sessions, but one ended in red. So that means there was, you know, a bike on the track or off the track that required assistance. So red flags are never a good thing. It shortens a session and, and kind of ruins your day. So there was a lot of those, but in the fourth session, I beat my my current best time with there, which was a two oh nine, and beat it by uh what was it? Eleven seconds? Something like that, twelve seconds. So I turned to one fifty seven. So which was pretty good because I was just hoping to get down to two minutes even. So pretty happy with one fifty seven. But yeah, that's about it. Overall, new pavement. It's nice and smooth. It's got plenty of grip. And Maybe go back there one more time this year before the meetup. Right, Johnny? Sure. <laughs> we we talked about there, there's a track day right before the meetup. So I talked about maybe doing that before the meetup and just kind of, you know, get my speed itch out and then we can just kind of chill for the meetup. The meetup will be chilled. If not, you're going into timeout. That's right. Uh, and I did have one off in the track day. That wasn't good. Um, Made a pass, hot in the turn, you know, it was breaking a little too late and not quite enough. And as I went back and reviewed the video, the front actually did slip a little bit. So that I think also caused me to try and catch the bike and just basically bailed out of it, you know, stood the bike up and ran it off into the grass, did not drop it, kept it upright and took it on back to the pits. But a little bit of a pucker moment there for sure. Well, you didn't go down hard. It happens, yeah. And there were plenty and of bikes mess. on the ground. So <laughs> I was just counting my blessings. It's like, man, how many more people are going to, you know, tip the bike over today? And it helps to thin out the crowd, but really cuts your lap times down. So that's it. Anything else for you guys? Did you buy a bike yet, Bacon? No, I have not, sir. Still on the look. Uh, anybody going to put the guests in? That's the thing. You know, we need I, to put the feelers well, out there. I have three I guesses feedback? so far. I have three guesses. And From you or some people put stuff in? No, people have, have sent some in. Oh, wow. So I have three guesses so far, and they're all for the same bike. <laughs> oh. And what oh. bike is that? Or don't you want to share? I'm going to leave that a secret. But it's interesting that it's all the same bike. So everybody... Seems to know what it is, and they all seem to be picking the same one. <laughs> I mean, I have one. Well, if I had like to guess, I'd be down to two. What was that? I said I have. I have put some love on that Tiger Nine Hundred. Oh, that is a pretty bike. <laughs> You've talked about that one a bunch. Have you ridden the new one? I have not been able to, man. Oh. Have oh. you narrowed the field? It, like, is it? Are we within half dozen at this point? 
Oh yeah. Oh, easily. Yeah. I'm definitely not going big. So it's <laughs> by not going big, that really cuts me down a whole lot. <laughs> are, we, are we down to like two or three at this point? Mm, I think I'm close enough that I'm looking at probably about two, three right now. Okay. And style is the style. Can we talk about the style or is it still wide open? I mean, it's ADV. Okay. <laughs> just, just, just asking. I mean, you might've changed your mind, decided you want a Hayabusa or something. I don't know. Oh God. Yeah. Hey, let me, do, let me go take a trip to Alaska on a Hayabusa. <laughs> on a Hayabusa. <laughs> That'd be the most uncomfortable trip in my, in the, the world of trips. Well, other than a Grom. Yeah. You got a point. <laughs> well, the boost is a big bike. You could bag it up, put a windshield on it. <laughs> yeah, but it's that it's that position, man. <laughs> and that off-road prowess isn't quite what you might want. Shh. Don't you don't you dare talk about the Busa like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've proved the R6 is perfectly capable in the grass. <laughs> <laughs> No problem whatsoever. As long as it's smooth grass. <laughs> <laughs> and and of course I have the video to you know, shame video to prove it. So morning session I figured, all right, I'm not gonna run any video just, you know, because getting back to the tracks, you know, fresh pavement, I don't know what's gonna happen. We don't we have no idea what's gonna happen. And of course the first session ends super early because bike goes down right away and then second one gets cut short. Third one, we start to pick up a couple laps, but of course, another red flag. And um, my buddy Alan comes in and he's like, I just turned a 157. It's like, I was trying to break, you know, two minutes today. So we're all giddy about that. And I, I'm lap timing now with an external GPS. So it should be, it should be more accurate. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm a little better. I'm a little under last time, but you know, slowly making progress. And then the very next session, I go out and do the 157 as well. So then I'm thinking, great, let's put the camera on after lunch. Let's start getting some video. Uh, uh, about half the session in, <laughs> bunk in the grass. <laughs> so, <laughs> should just take the camera off and throw the trash. Every time you get to speed, Every grass. Time. So yeah, that's it. Any anything else for you, Johnny John? No maintenance. Bike down for service. I need to go do a coolant change. You gonna flush it? You need yeah, some I got a f- grasshopper repellent. I do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I do. So that's the next maintenance coming up. All right. Hey, and, yeah. And we'll give the last thought to Dangerous Dave. You got any other trips coming up this year? Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, planning a trip to, uh, go, uh, do, uh, the tour of honor. Um, I'm going to hit some spots out in the area and stuff in a couple of weeks. And now a buddy of mine just got a hold of me, wants me to go with him down the, the Blue Ridge Parkway in October. So we'll see. But, keep, keep on the Blue Ridge Parkway <laughs> all the way to Tennessee. Seriously. <laughs> in October. <laughs> In October. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. You're having something in October, aren't you? That would be the meetup. October 9th through the 12th in Teleco Plains. It's like he totally forgot. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, 
so about that. <laughs> well, and if it's sold it, out, isn't it? and if it doesn't, <laughs> yeah, it's sold out. If it doesn't work out, we'll go back to Gettysburg. How about that? All right. Well, somewhere different. You might see me there. But All, right. All right. I'm not making any promises yet. Oh, well, that's the only other event we have on our calendar other than still looking forward to the Isle of Man in uh, June of 2021. If that, if that event ends up going off as planned. And John, you don't have anything else planned this year? I'm shocked. No, nothing solid yet, my friend. Nothing solid. Oh, a couple in the wings. Some pencils. Maybe. Might be a ride here, maybe right there. Haven't, haven't really knocked it down yet. Alrighty. Had to get Sturgis out of the way. Had to, had to figure that piece out. And it was fun. It was. It was a good time. And Dave, it was awesome hanging out with you, riding with you. And, and Tom, no, that, Dave... It was great. I loved it. How many miles did you end up putting on out there? Uh, just over 1,700 for the week. Wow, that, nice. Yeah. You guys was, got around. Though. That's what I thought. Yeah. You know, it would have been better if you rode out there. I had promised <laughs> Dr. Pepper two years ago. And actually, they're talking about riding out in two years so there you go i guess we'll be doing that (laughs) guess y'all ain't drinking for the last two days (laughs) right (laughs) and john you were just short of five thousand, right yeah i was at 40 little under 4700 so it averaged out to be 470 miles a day animal when you think about it yeah that's a lot and i didn't Realize it. That is a I mean, lot. I knew, I knew I was going to do a lot going out, but it was just didn't think of how many miles I'd be doing each day. Right. And it turned out to be 200 miles a day. 200. That's sad. Well, I was out there, yeah. Oh, while, okay, while you were there, I was like, okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that, yeah, that makes your to and from even more impressive. You're probably over 600 a day in your transit. Yeah. Crazy. All right. Well, on that note, notes of this show can be found at the website, loudpipes.net slash 189. We have some funky links there to send us some feedback. Subscribe to the show using your favorite podcast app, of course. And links to social media done by none other, the fabulous Brother Bacon. Yeah. <laughs> and if you found some value in the show, consider dropping us a few dollars at loudpipes.net slash donate. You can also leave a note if you would like, and we'll read that on the show. We also have a newsletter, which I'll try to get out here in the next couple of days. Um, haven't sent one of those in a while, but we will. And uh, with that, I will put my kickstand up. Johnny John? Let's roll. Brother Bacon? Oh, let's hit it. And DD. We're out of here. Good night. <laughs> Bye, con Dios.
please consider supporting the show. Find more details at lovepipes.net forward slash donate. 